school, Yeshiva is finishing. Perik Chav, Hilchas Kelem Perik Chav, Halacha Aleph. Kavare Arnu, we already explained in Perik Zayin, Shekol Yad HaKelem, any handle to a Kelem, the term handle here really means anything part of the Kelem, it's not Mamash Kelem, like an accessory is a better translation. Shaklid Tzarechla, which is necessary for the Kelem, not, not, not for decoration. Yeah, Tzarechla, it's a necessity. B'Sha'as Hashmishi, while it's being used, as opposed to storage. Hanehi Kashuva Kukufa Kli, it's considered part of the Kelem. Listame regarding contracting Tumah with the Kelem, Vitame, to impart Tumah from the Kelem. Someone who layers, puts like a layer of like a coating of, on a klicheres, which is healthy, which is not ready to blot, it's not going to break, it's a regular healthy keli. By you, it says a typhoon is a tougher test. Yes. So, in Chassidus, it very often quotes this notion, a typhoon klicheres with a tough. There are some Yerusalias that have a tough, and the Chassidus uses a raya to feel a malash and typhoon to connect. When you, when you code it, now, the most Mishnah is with the test, but okay. Chassidus quotes the gears with the top. I'll pluck upon it. A person who quotes a, quotes a earthenware keli with like a material to, to strengthen it, but the keli itself is fine, it's just to give it extra strength. In mit ma'akli, the keli becomes tamay. Any food or drink that touch that part of the keli that has a coating on it, they're tar. This coating, obviously, is not made of earthenware. It's made of earthenware, the coating is part of the keli. It's made of something else. So this, since the keli does not need this coating layer, it's just an, it's not a necessity. It's not going to be part of the keli. Technically, you call the whole thing. In terms of context, yeah. Ava If it's a kli cheres which is lousy, it's about the plots and the coating holds it together. That case is an accessory. It's necessary to the keli. Therefore, it's going to become contract and impart to with the keli. Someone who connects the um, uh, yeah, when, like, like a, a kedua is like an earthen is like a jug of some kind of cheres. How is used to draw water. So a person who who uh, who strengthens, reinforces it with some kind of material. When he holds it together with like a rubber band made of leather or parchment, if the caving was bad, it was like ready to fall apart. So this thing's holding it together. This piece of parchment, which is usually not considered a kali, becomes part of the kali and it's an accessory. And therefore, the kabbalatum along with it base. When a person coats a klicheres with, with some kind of coating to make it able to cook with it so that it's non-stick or that the water of the fire shouldn't bust it. But that's not considered connecting because you can use it without that PMS, apparently, at least for cold. If you coat them in order to heat tar in the keli, so then that is considered connected. Why is it different? I'm not completely sure. I'm not completely sure. Allah Gimel. Chavish nik vavasa zefes a chavis that got a barrel a hole a earthenware barrel that got a hole excuse me vavasa bezefes and you and you corrected it with tar the Rambam seems to keep keep, keep flip flopping as to whether tar is considered a good plug when it comes to earthenware but akapanim the depends on how effective it is if it's a hot or cold akapanim that could be true as well. Um, you're right. So then, my example is not a good. So, no, sometimes it's not butter. Sometimes it's not butter. It's liquid, right? If it's liquid, liquid touches the outside of it. For example, yeah. So that's another example. Okay. So regarding halacha beis there, chagav. So, so because you designed the keli to heat tar, the coating is considered crucial. That's what's chibur. That's what, that's why. All right. So. Again, if a barrel got an earthenware barrel got a hole and you patched it up with tar, bevats with 
uh, tin garfis, the sulfur besid with lime, with a gifres, with gypsum, these are different kinds of plugging uh, rubber materials, because it's not going to stay apparently. It's not considered like effective. Sealant. Shower called vodim, other types of sealing materials, chibur are considered chibur. Dalid. Hadvarim halachim, hamashuchim. Things that are moist or mushy. That you can sort of draw them out like dough. You, you can like you know spread it out and flatten it. Mm-hmm. That are used to coat water casks. Um, water what? Like, yeah, like a water, like a, like a, like a, a water cask is a, a cask of water, like some kind of jug, some kind of some kind of. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, clear this way. It shouldn't drip out of the container. Right, these are, these are water casts that were taken on ships. They need to store the water for a long time. So every drop that drips out is negiah negiah benefesh. Hadei hein gufish a because they're so important. They are considered part of the keli. Shafilu nitzma kli ba'avidoi that even if this earthenware keli becomes tamei because the sherets enters the airspace without touching it, all chulim mashka in the game but fail to make it. Food or drink that touches the coating is tamei. Now the chayav avamisha asked, earthenware keli does not give off tumah by touching; has to go into the airspace. Yeah, so why is that? He says Hanoigen. It did go in the air. He says Hanoigen. In the airspace. Ramam said that any time he says Hanoigen, like, it has to be... It has to be a Drabonon case where it's... It has to be inside. Okay, but it has to be inside. But so why Hanoigen? Because it's not a case where... No, but by definition, it's inside. Good. But why Hanoigen? The Chari just goes into, into the airspace. It's sufficient. Yeah. Well, technically inside or outside the Chari. But, but yeah, it's not outside because it's strengthening it. Okay, Akaponim. So, yeah, so, so, ah, so, double portion. Obviously, the whole case is Rabbonu, because when it comes to Matayda, Klicheres doesn't give off Tumma. That's what the Ram t- takes. Why does Ram say, say, um. No, actually, it's not true. I was going to say, fine, never mind. Good. Akaponim, for whatever reason, the cases were Hanagin. Um. Um. Yes, I'm familiar that there are cases where it's not through touching, not through, not through, um, not through. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fighter. Bechein tzvil shaltan. When it comes to it, everything we're of in that you coated again with a coating of some kind of material. Again, we're not talking about clay coating. Obviously, that would be part of the keli. Hareyu kacheres shaltaner. That actually could be even a, a, a cheres coating. That's not the gear for the. The question is: Is the klicheres coating? Shabbos wrong. The whole time I'm saying that this coating must be made of non-earthenware because otherwise it's part of the keli. Lavdafke. If the coating is irrelevant to the keli, it could be taka. It's considered superfluous. Akaponim. So when you tefillah shatana, you coat the earthenware oven with some kind of layer. Hadir klicheres shatana. That's considered like the earthenware of the oven. Vehushi yaba of that tefillah atafach. Provided the coating is up to atafach, so every element of it contributes to insulation. Doesn't help the oven. And if it touches that, uh, any part of this this uh, coating that's thicker than a tafach, which is usually be the case, because because if it, it unless the coating is like some places thicker, some places thinner, it's not exactly even anywhere where it's thicker. So the part that's more than a tafach is not considered relevant to the keli. Again, like a smaller kind of stove, the coating. Its thickness is three fingers. That is what considered relevant to contain the heat that you want a stove to be. More than three finger breaths is not considered negeya. Sorry, one second. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, May, sorry, hey. And you patch it with tar, but unlike halacha gimel over here, the tar was much more. 
than is necessary. If you touch the part of it that's relevant to what's plugging up the hole, to then that part is tummy, it's part, part of the keli. We also mitzarcha, the part that's extra is tahar. Lacha gimbal's mashal, it's tahar always. In Echibra, we said. So the difference is. This one, this wasn't necessary. Good, but halacha gimel is mashma, no matter what, it's any chibur. Here we're saying that if the part that's necessary to plug the hole up is considered chibur, right. right. why is it different? Different hmm. hole, different, different stuff. Different yeah, different. all right. So, again, what's the expression? You just right? You kind of put a lot of tar in it. The part that's not a gay, that part's not considered attached, even though it's, it's physically attached. Zephesh and chavis. Tar dripped into a barrel. So, on a gay batar, that part is not considered open to the barrel. It's not necessary, therefore, it's tar. Mecham is samavar, hot water, earthenware pot. Shetfale bechemer that you coated it with mortar, which is like a kind of, uh, kind of, uh, kind of cement that doesn't really hold well. Vacharisis, which is a kind of, kind of cement that's made of ground earthenware, like a, like a earthenware keli that you ground it down to powder, but it can mix it with, with water. Really? So it doesn't really hold well like real cement. It's not considered a good, a good, a good uh, sealant. Viditma and the keli, the samavar became tamei. Hanegei bechemer tamei. If someone touches the mortar. Then he's told me that is considered apparently a good cement. But again, the charsis, however, the other kind of material, the charsis, that that's like a, this mixture of, of, of ground down uh, earthenware of KV powder with water, that's not considered a good chilanta, therefore it's considered a tar, it's not going to stay. Charsis doesn't connect well, whereas whereas chemar does connect well. Zayin. The gufas hachovis. So the cover of a barrel. You seal, you, you put cement on it and the barrel. Not in the way that you can't open the barrel necessarily, but when you when you, when you, you left it, you know, it left the, the part that is attached not, not with cement, so it shouldn't become sealed shut. But you put the coating on the all six sides of the barrel, all around, top and bottom, let's say, a cup on the top as well. So in the it's not considered connected to the top of the barrel. You don't you don't need the cement have a coating on the on top on the cover. That's not the gaya. And therefore, if Tommy Mashka touched the barrel, in which case we said, remember that Tommy Mashka makes the outside of a klicheras Tommy The cover, which has the same exact coating, is not going to become Tommy. If it touches the cover, the back of the chavis is not Tommy, and the top is not Tommy either, because it's not considered keli. It's only a proper klicheras that the, if Tommy liquid touches the, the, the outside, it becomes Tommy Drabanon. In this case over here, the top is not considered keli, and the covering is not considered a, a cover. Or even in a case where you might argue that, that, uh, that, that the cover of the barrel is considered keli, because for whatever reason, but because the coating on top is not negated to it, it interrupts between the liquid and the actual keli, the actual cover. That's more the point. Ches, clean the cheshes, a earthenware keli. She says, Zafas, son, that you covered it with tar. Ein azefes chiber, the tar is not considered connected because the chayr, it doesn't help anything in the keli in any regard. The im layayin, if, however, this clean the cheshes is meant to uh, hold wine, then it's considered part of the keli because apparently... Me- because why? Because since wine is stored in the metal keli, there's some kind of chemical reaction that spoils the wine. It's not a good way to hold keli, to hold the wine. The tar has some kind of impact of counterbalancing that chemical reaction. So the wine shouldn't spoil. But they, if it's meant to store wine, the, 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 the coating of tar, even on the outside apparently, via space, maybe it's on the inside. Oh, that makes more sense. It's on the inside, so it's considered like it protects the wine from getting you know, metallic and getting ruined. Famous mice with the mother when um, Akiva told the emperor's daughter to tell her old father if it's to store the wine in the golden, golden, golden vessels and the wine spoiled. All right, test. But say, you have an eating bowl. An eating bowl has cracks. The cracks are sealed up by dry dough in the cracks. 
Shenogabesheretz, a sheretz touches the dough, which is sealing up the crack. Is that considered like touching the actual kneading bowl itself? So the Raman first starts with the irregular example. In the Pesach, this whole thing happens on Pesach. Hoyo v'yisuri chosh, since you're not allowed to have this, this dough, Muslim Zog, it's a case where you were not mavatal, <laughs> the dough in the crack, therefore you have to get rid of it. Chaitzet is considered interposing between the keli and the, the tumah. The latest not and therefore the kneading bowl does not become tamei. Hagam, this crack is not mechol. Because it has a halacha yeah. it makes it a non part of the keli. Right, you can't give it significance. You can't, you can't stay. It's not allowed to stay. The of the thing. Yeah, if it's the rest of the year, is not a problem. love, so it depends. Pesach, Tere says on Pesach, you have to get rid of it. The rest of the year, if you want to get rid of it because you don't like it, you know, you're gluten-free or whatever, Why you have a rave, I don't know, but the kneading the, the bowl is tar. If you want to say this, seal the crack up, it's considered part of the kneading bowl, and the kneading bowl becomes tamay. Because the, the dough is part of it. But, 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 but it's not serving as class. No, sure it is. It's, 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 it's sealing the crack. It's... It, 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 it seems like the can do without it. No, that, that's the whole word. They can't. That's the point. The point is that, that, that every, this, this is a... This is a so, so that, so that no, we say can't. You can always use it on its side. It's considered, like we said, the, the, the first one in the parak was call Yad HaKadlin, right? That's the first one in the parak. Anything which is an accessory, not part of the KV, but so is considered significant. If the KV needs this, uh, this uh, to seal the crack up, to seal the crack up, it needs it. Yeah, can use it without it. So then, you, what is Machshav of Me'elus to that? That if he's he ah, because here, here its relevance depends on how much you, much you consider it relevant necessary for the KV. He cannot his Machshav will help one another if it's needed. In other words, the question is how, how necessary is, is, is this dough for the KV? Yeah. It depends on, on who the person is. It depends how much, how relevant you feel it. it so this is a case which depends on the user. Yeah, okay. Yud meshichais strands, varatuis and straps. Shemetimtuchais has farm that's in the in the in, in the covers of the farm. Meshemetimtuchais haatinikis or the 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 kids the kids epis have these these straps attached them for whatever reason. Maybe the parents should hold on to like a leash and shouldn't run away. I'm not sure what this is for over here. But I guess you know shmatis kids wear. If they're sewn to the, to, to the child's clothes or it's sewn to the safer, like a bookmark, that's considered attached. If a bookmark becomes tame, the, the safer's tame, vice versa. But shures, if it's, if it's just tied, like a knot, but not sewn, the anything is not considered the same exact, not one keli. straps, that are um, uh, attached to a, this is a, a hoe, a, keli, a, 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 a tool used to smooth the ground out. They're attached to a sack. They're attached to a bushel. Right? They're meant to carry these type of tools. Again, if it's sewn to it somehow, like sewn into it, it's considered attached. Otherwise, it's not. However, if it's attached to it, you should carry it with this thing. Even if it's sewn in, I'm not saying you sewed into a klicheres, but if it's somehow sewn into the keli, it's not attached. They're not considered attached to a in the last halacha of this parak, we'll have a steer to this, but that's what the Ram says over here. Yud, Aleph. Yad kurdam, the handle of a hatchet. that goes out on either side. So look over here. You have over here, this is a hatchet. You have the top part, the metal part used to, to hack, right? 
Then you have a piece of wood that goes to the top part. There's a part on the bottom you have your hand on. There's a part that goes on top that's, I guess, there to, in case it moves out of place, it shouldn't fly off completely. But you have, a, you have an inch or two on top. Okay. So this handle of the hatchet, how much of the wooden handle is considered part of the keli? The part that goes, um, that goes out. So three fingers on top is considered tat, it's considered necessary for the keli. And therefore, it's tame and, and, and it's metame with the hatchet. If you have more than three fingers on top, in a gay by tar, that part is, is, is tar. It's the exact same hatchet as Sharon touches it. If you touch this part of the hatchet, you tar. Touch the other part, you're tame. You, you, excuse me, you're tame. Yeah, whatever, vice versa. Tar, tar, tame, depending on how necessary it is for the keli. Yad kushim of the part on the bottom. One tafach close to the iron part, you have to hold that, you have to have a place to hold. You also can more than that, because the hatchet is a tool used to, to very precise banging. Like you don't hack a tree with it. You use it to chisel a hole in the wall, it's it. So you hold it more precise, more your hands more close to the more close to the metal part. So like a big axe, you want to chop a tree, then you hold it at the bottom. Uh, this kind of hatchet, you hold it at the top, right close to the uh, like if a hammer with a nail, right? When you want to bang a nail precisely, you hold it close to the metal. You want to bang like a, with more strength, you hold it on the bottom, right? So that, that's the idea. Yud. Okay, so here the pictures are going to be very important because a lot of these things I've never seen before, these not in real life, and uh, here the pictures are going, to be, are going to be very helpful. So, so stay tuned. Halacha Yud Beis. Shi'od, ya pargel. You have a compass. And a compass. Um... Some kind of like like a like a, a compass, not, not a compass used to kind of find out where north, east, east, and west is. This thing you put like one pin over there, and you draw a perfect circle. I think a table called a protractor. No, yeah. is that called a protractor? I know she's a compass, but uh, oh, good. So now it's it's like it's like it's like it's like a like a scissors. This is this is a, this is a over here. This is a yeah. So so has two parts to it, yeah? yeah. So the part. So the part that's, that, that's not Negea to the, to the etzem, in other words, if, I guess this part over here where the two piece parts are connected, sometimes instead of being like a V-shaped thing, there was extra parts, it was more like an X, but the top part wasn't really Negea. What was Negea was from where, where it touches and Viter. So, so Tefach, that shear is a Tefach. Because I guess it's relevant to positioning it or something. You make that on a good condition. Kenzan, yeah. So, so, so the good, so therefore it's considered useful. If it was, if it was, uh, if it was uh, less than tefach, it's not as useful after it breaks. Okay. And the handle of a, a hammer of a jeweler. Makhevas is a handle of a jeweler, apparently. Like Moshe Makabi, Makhevas, yeah? Of those who hammer stones. Tefach, again, their, their type of hammer had to be a tefach long. This is a minimum or a maximum? One second. This is a, I think a minimum. In other words, how, how much of this is considered, in other words, a, a, a part of the keli? Up to a tefach. More than that is not. Yad, korna, shel zahavim. The handle of a hammer used by goldsmiths. Tefachim is two tefachs. Why, why was it two tefachs? Because they, they needed need a longer handle. Shel charashim, if it was a carpenter. three tefachim, right? They needed a bit more space to handle it. Shoyim, okay. Take a look at the picture over here. This is a, a, a plow. You have here a plow. Right? You have here two oxen. You have attached to them is this, uh, this long thing over the piece of wood. This, no, the yokes appear by the neck. And the bits by the back. And the thing that goes out, this, this piece of wood goes, goes uh, through this a piece of metal 
that has a hole in it, so it positions the, the, this thing that the person's holding on to to plow the ground up should be for lefierach, you know, in sync in line with the cows are walking. Okay, this, that's what this thing is called. That's, that's what this is over here. That's, that's a plow. Yeah? Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, da, 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 sorry. Show him a lamb that bucker. Okay, so the, uh, the, 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 the remnant, the, the leftover of, of the plow that's drawn by oxen, close to the metal peg at the end, right? At the end of that piece of wood, you see there's a metal peg over there, holds it in place, so the fort fachim, if it goes fort fachim past that, it's still considered relevant to it because it helps, helps it with the maneuvering. After that, it's not considered relevant. Yad kordem, the hand of a hatchet, that people use to dig water pits, different kinds of hatchets, yeah? The first, Aleph was talking about a standard hatchet. This hatchet used to dig water pits, its handle, relevance is for Tzvachim. Yad Nichush, and the handle of a hatchet used to prune trees, to strip away the bark, Hamisha is five Tzvachim. Yad Ben Patish, the hand of a small hammer, Hamisha is five Tzvachim. Vishal Patish, and a large hammer, Shisha is six Tzvachim. Again, longer than that, it's not considered part of it. The Chen Yad Kordim shall be Kua, the handle of a hatchet used to chop firewood. We shall adir and use to break up the earth to prepare it to be planted. Shisha is six tefachim long. Yad makeva shall in the handle of a hammer used by stone cutters. Shisha is six tefachim. Yad shariyamar deya the the remnant of a plow. Shasam lechlecharchus shel mateches. It's close to the metal edge. Shivrasham deya at the edge at end of the plow. As you look at the picture, vayisto is the part that is. Close to the person farthest in the animal, I think. Close to the metal. Yeah, the Saida. So, Shiva Tvachim is seven Tvachim. The handle of a ladle, uh, the handle of a ladle. They used to stir a pot. Shmeri Tvachim is eight Tvachim. Must have been a big spoon. The Shel Siyodin. Sorry, did I skip something? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and that which is the handle used by people, people who um, applied like with lime or like some kind of cement. The handle is longer than that, right? You have you have a handle that's that's a who knows how many feet long. If you decide you want to keep it that way, it's it's all one long handle. It's relevant for Tommy. A hand of any tool meant to handle fire, like a spit or a skewer. No matter how long it is, because the longer it is, the easier it is to navigate and. Not get doomed by the fire. The chayek gets to a certain point where, as long as it is, it's hard to net maneuver. So I'm not sure if that means kol shein l'mamish l'avod, but okay. Yud gimel. Makel shasu yad kordam. You have a staff, a, a, a piece of wood that you use as a handle for a hatchet. So, so, so it's, it's temporarily used as a handle for a hatchet. So do you say that while it's attached, it's a part of the keli? So the army says yes. Haribu chibur l'tuma b'shas malacha. While using the hatchet, not just on while it's sitting on the table, while you're actively using it, that connects this, this, this crude makeshift handle 
and the metal top. If Tuma touches this handle while you are chopping with it, right, a dead sheretz falls on it, or while you are, you know, digging with it, the hatch becomes tame. If it touches the handle, the hatch becomes tame. And vice versa, if, it, if the dead sheretz touches the metal top, the handle becomes, the stick becomes tame as well. That's a good kasha. When you pull it apart, I guess the chayr is broken. Pashtus, the pashtus, yeah, the pashtus, yeah, yeah. And sure, because this whole thing about contracting tumah and also imparting tumah it's only b'shas malacha. Just like just like each one is a kavod tumah with the other b'shas malacha, it only the chayr imparts to him. Yeah, the chayr only imparts to b'shas malacha as well. All right, the chen had the yuster. What is a de yuster? A de yuster is made of two words, dioy, which means two in the Greek apparently, and star, which means side. So a de yuster is this thing over here. I, I don't have a word for this. Yeah, look at the picture. This is a de yuster. I'm not sure what it was, what it was used for, but it is some kind of contraption. <laughs> I'm sure you can figure out what this thing is. Uh, it seems. Uh, it was, it was basically, he, he says a little bit over here, it's two kalim, and there's a, a peg that's set up uh, to be like to lean on them. So it's considered connected only while using it. If you attach it to a beam, which is a much bigger piece of wood that's really not, not considered keli friendly apparently, so, and, 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 the, and the beam is, retains its own identity. So, therefore, Hare is a Makavotuma, it's Makavotuma, but the Chiba is not considered connected to it. So, therefore, this beam, the, the beam, even though the beam is considered attached to it, and the beam is not considered not Makavotuma, the Kaili attached to this beam, this Duster thing, is still the What if you make the beam as part of the deuce, not just attached to it, it for, for stabilization, but as part of the keli? So in that case, whatever part of this big beam serves the purpose of the keli, is considered connected regarding retra- contracting and imparting tumor. The rest of the beam, that's not the geya, she ain't It's not considered connected. Where? Yeah, okay. Oh. Oh, I see. So if, if the Yeshter is a Kabbalah the Kaili is not. I mean, if the beam is a Kabbalah the Yeshter is not. Okay, and the Kaili is as well, no? But okay, be safe thank you. You're Dalit. All right. Uh, is there a picture for this one over here? Angola? Um, where's the number? Here. Okay, good. So here, this is... Uh, all right, fine, stay there. Angola, a so wagon becomes tame. Yeah, let's see, I have a car. If a dead chair touches a car, the car's tame, yeah? Are the wheels tame? Yeah. Is the is this a windshield wiper's tame? What's considered yes. attached to it? Okay, I'm just, you know, speculating over here. Hanegeya oil. If someone, t- if, uh, uh, if, if so, the wagon is makabotuma. What part of the wagon is makabotuma and imparts tuma? Hanegeibo, sometimes the metal bar, the part that goes between the animal's neck to hold them in place. 
Uve Kartev and the wooden yoke. Uve eight and the eye, the piece of metal with the hole in it that holds it in place. That's that's in the back of you. Look at the picture over here. Uve Ava is in the thick ropes that hold it in place as well. Um, so the animal should pull it. Afilu b'shas malacha, even while it's using being used all together in one bekevi. Taira, those parts are not makavutuma. The person's tar. However, person touches the hair of the sword, which is not really a sword; it's a piece of wood, straight like a sword that you see behind the animal that holds it attached to the wagon. And the boyach means a knee, means that bent piece of wood you see over here in the back. There's this bent piece of wood behind that's called a knee. It's bent like a knee. Oh, this is a bigger picture. This is the knee, I think. This this bent piece of wood in the back over here. So that's called a knee. Uvad yatzol and the handle, the handle which um, connects the plow to the thing that you move to move the plow. The person has a thing to hold that he moves and he moves the plow back and forth. Uva ayin and the ring shamatechas of, of of metal that holds the piece of of wooden place. Before I said it, but eight means the eye. That, that was that was the eye in the front. That was sorry. Before when I said but eight, he translates eight. I'm not sure how this. How eights means this, but he says eights is not wood, but it's like it's like a they put it on an animal's neck to hold it in place. And ayin, yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying the beginning halacha, but ayin shematecha said that's the metal ring in the back that holds the plow, the plow wooden place. Uva lechayayim the cheeks, which in this case refers to the the side two pieces of wood on either side of the yoke. Uva irayin. And the things that hang from it, whatever is that uh, thing that hangs on the sides, tell me, tell me that, that is considered, these things are considered part of the wagon. The chain, magera, simile, the magera is a two-person two, a, a two saw. These big saws, the two people use it the you know, lumberjacks to, hold, to chop down big trees. Touch the hand, handle on either side, tell me, tell me that's considered part of the saw. The gebe chut, someone touches the string of Meshichah, the rope of Amor, the staff, Uva sniffing or the support parts of the shallah of the saw, tar, those parts are not considered part of the saw, crucially, therefore the tar. Shein and the chim not considered connected in terms of, and not considered crucial for it. If someone touches the large frame of a large saw, so then that is considered, uh, that, that's where the, bl- the blade of the saw was fixed, I like guess, some kind of thing that, I think there's a case where, I th- I'm imagining, you have two kinds of saws. You have a long piece of metal to saw, and either end is a piece of wood holding it. Sometimes a saw, there's a piece of wood running the entire length of the non-sharp side. So that's what I think. In the, but the Malabin Shal Masar is that. Yeah, that frame, yeah. As I, there's no picture, but that's what it seems like. So that's that's Tomei. That's considered part of it. Test Vav. Mach Beish Oppress Shal Kharish of Carpenters. That the, the, the sharp, long, you know, spear part of it that becomes Tomei. And again, Mach Beish, if you touch the actual press itself, Tahar, you are tar. Um, is there a picture of this over here? Not really. Oh, is this? No, this isn't this. All right. Makadeach, a drill, they shouldn't become tame and again, because Donius, Shehi, the love. If someone touches the, uh, the bow string or the bow that's wrapped around it, tar, it's tar. Because that's not considered part of it. Even if it is, if it is stretched, um, excuse me. What did what, what, what I go over here? Tara uh, ain't a chibur. It's not considered connected. Yeah, up to keshes, right? You have a bow and arrow, and it's like it's like pulled like a crossbow, and it's ready to fire. So the bow and the arrow together are, are a team. Yes, yeah? so you think they're connected. So you so. Um, the, and, and the arrow touches the sheretz. Someone touches the bowstring or the bow itself. 
Tar is tar, Shafil and Kashim Masuch, even though it's pulled ready to fire, still it's not considered connected. The Chain Betsaydas Hayishus, a trap which is, which is, which is, which is uh, not rigged, it's, it's set, it's ready to catch a mouse. That the, the pointy part that stabs the mouse became Tomei. The rest of the trap is not considered Tomei, it's not considered attached. Even when it's already set. Similarly, when you have a weaving loom, that's already set up, right? You have a weaving loom, you have two, you have, you have uh, uh, here's a picture of a weaving loom. You have, um, uh, you have these strings that are going one direction, north, south, and then you put east, west, back and forth, you weave like a garment, yeah? Exactly. Uh, that's that's the part that you move back and forth. Yeah. While you're weaving, it became stomach. If you touch the upper or lower beam, in other words, these two beams over here on top or on bottom, the pieces of wood that around which the the the, the, the shemata the, the string is strapped is wrapped. So uh, or the needle, but the needle, like you said, that the, where the leaps are rung through, that you move the. When you move the strings up and down, the, the batinirin pick it up and you weave it under, they go down, you move it over. So these parts of a keres or the comb, or the string that you pass under the, on top of the purple wool, when they would do purple wool, it was very expensive. They had like some kind of protective layer of a shmat of some kind. Over either any or a strand that you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna leave you're not gonna keep it there, you're gonna take it off. Tar, these are all tar should call either any these are not considered connected to the to the fabric. Or to the weaving loom. If he touches, however, the 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 nefesh is the woof, the, the the string that you move back and forth to weave. Or the warp, which is the, which is there before you start weaving, it's just the north the north south, let's say, strings, and you're going to do the east west strings. So the north south string is the, is the shasi, and the east west strings that you're moving back and forth is the erev, or in this case, the nefesh. Over kefel or the strand shavira agav that you're going to put on the purple wool. They're going to stay there later. Over ida shu aslach zira or the strands you're going to put back. Tommy, it's Tommy. You should call it chibur nagdag. These are considered part of the garment. Test zayin the game b'tzemer shala ima avash via. When you touch the wool that's sitting on the ima, which is the base of a spindle of a loom, you have the spindle, and over there you have the. Um, where is the yeah so. Uh, Imagine you have a picture over here dividing that part. It's, um, it's, um, it's Zion. Imagine this is some part of the of the weaving loom. The, upon the wool that's the, that, that's on the base of the spindle of the loom. the rod itself. the spool of wool. I guess the supply from where the where the, the string is coming from. Ball of yarn. Ajle parda tame. If it's if it has not been uncovered, is tamei, because in other words, if there's, there's still wool, wool on this thing, so you can't see the the base where it's all the piece of wood it's wrapped around. Once it's all uncovered, then tahar and now it's tar because now as long as there's a supply of wool is coming from this this piece of wood that's wrapped around the gea because you need it to to, to to serve the the wool. Once you did it, all the wool is left is uh, is is undone. Now the piece of wood is not considered attached anymore. Yud Zayin, last halacha, hachut, a string, she'eshilo lemachat, that you need, you, you, uh, you thread it through the eye of a needle. Afilu kashim, it's not even taught on both sides, so it's very much attached. Any chib is not considered attached to the needle. If the needle becomes tummy, the string is not tummy. 
Once, however, you put the string, the needle into a bag, and now you started, started sewing. So now the needle and the string attached to the needle are, are very much connected to the bag. Then the chut is considered attached not to the needle, but to the garment. But the, gar, the, uh, the needle is not considered connected. It's a separate thing. The string is not connected. Only the, as, as long as, whatever length of this string is to, 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 to sew the bag. If it's a mile long, you don't need a whole mile of yarn. Then the rest of it is not, no, the, the second half, the second, the, the, only the first half of the marlo is Tomei, not the second half. So the Hatzach and Tzvirotar, excuse me, it's therefore it's Tomei. The part of it that's not necessary for the sewing, and the is not because it's connected, it's like a long handle, a very long handle, you don't need the bottom part. You have a string, if a person has a, a, a you know, if something happens, you have a, 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 a the garment becomes unraveled, you have a string, and you start pulling, and the whole garment can come undone. So that, that process, even a hundred amas got undone, and now you have the shirt is missing. It's all connected. connected. You have a rope attached to an a bucket. Even hundred amas long, it's considered one long connection. However, okay, makes sense, Taka. Let's say he ta- now he ties the second rope to the first rope. Now the first rope and the second rope, there's some overlap, right? You, you tie, let's say, two feet in. The last two feet, it's not Negea. Only the knot, and between the knot and the bucket is considered Negea, and connected from the outside of the knot is not considered connected. A rope is attached to a basket, and the is not considered connected. Unless you sew it, a long rope is Negea, because sometimes it was used to deal, take water in a very deep well.